0: conversation before this episode started and you said you'd never gone to the psychic to a psychic before you never had a psychic reading I have never had a psychic reading yeah that's not true because I know that our friend Simone does tarot readings for all of her friends and you've gotten
1: one of those Uh, mm -hmm. would I call that a psychic reading
0: what would you call it if not that
1: tarot reading oh (laughs) (laughs) uh well I guess it's part of it. Um I I never considered. I always thought tarot reading was like witchcraft and not like psychic evaluation, but I could be wrong.
0: I guess it is. It is part of witchcraft, but it's still like uh, telling you about your future.
1: That's very true. Um, Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. We're going to be talking about
0: psychics today. It's psychic time. I've been to, I've both gotten my tarot cards read. Mm -hmm. Me and Brandy have both done that. Mm -hmm. And then, and asked questions about the future, which, although our friend doesn't claim to be a psychic. So, she claims to be and is a witch. She's a
1: practicing witch. So, maybe there's a distinction there. We don't know. But either way, she's tapping into something that is not physically like, uh, sense- sensible, not sensible, but, like, to be able to be sensed, mm-hmm. to yeah. tell us that future.
0: Have you ever had your palm read?
1: No, I I always tried to learn, but I would get really overwhelmed, and then also scared that my lifeline was, like, gone, and then I would be dead.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is scary. I, I went to... One of my like first days in New York, we passed one of those little window displays that was like psychic in like mm-hmm. neon letters, and there was like a pyramid in there with an eye on it, yeah, and there was yeah. like a little little disco ball just going around in circles. So we went in there, Ooh. and it was like ten dollars for a palm reading, and we're like, yeah, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. she's like, okay, well, I can only read one palm, okay, and we're like, okay, and then she read me, and, me and my girlfriend went, me and Victoria, and she read my palm. And she was like, looked right into my eyes. It was very intense. And she Mm. was like, are you in a relationship right now? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, and how is that working out? I'm like, she's right there. (laughs) And (laughs) great. (laughs) And she's like, hmm, I don't know about that. (gasps) Uh, I know. And that's pretty much all I remember. Victoria got a reading also. It's really hard to remember because it's so vague. Like all of the info I got was really vague as opposed to tarot reading oh wait and then sorry let me end Mm. this story yes uh she did that $10 reading on one of my palms and then she's like you know I can do the other palm for 30
1: and
0: I said yes because she was still staring into my eyes you said yes yes to a $40
1: double palm
0: reading it fucking totally worked on me and Mm. like she and Victoria did too we both did it and then we had to she's She was like, oh, cash only at the end. And we're like, we don't have cash. So she walked us to the closest like bodega with an ATM and watched us get the money out of the ATM. And we gave it to her and we ran away.
1: This is you just got scammed by like a New Yorker psychic. Yeah. Whose power was not as much like a sixth sense, but like bulldog sales tactics.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because she was like, oh, you got it. She like left it like vague after she did the first palm. Yeah, And then she's like, oh, I could tell you more with the second palm, but it was still just as vague.
1: Look, you got to do what I do when I'm feeling unsure about my future. I just go to tarot.com and mm. I ask them like, you know, they put in, you put in all your info and then they're like, what's your question about? And there's a little drop down menu and I'm like, career. And I ask my question and I pick my digital cards and then you get this little thing that's like, because of your cards, I see that the, your significant other will appear to you and you will fall in love and you will have a beautiful future and i'm like this is not about career all of your answers are about love the drop down menu meant nothing
0: yeah sorry yeah. about that it might not be reliable you should probably pay money to someone
1: yeah i mean i get emails from eva dellatare online <laughs> psychic all the time because she got my email through that online reading yeah about love if you want to learn about love from eva i can give you her
0: email <laughs> we actually we went on a really good tour in Salem with a witch who was like uh worked at this shop that was owned by the famous Salem psychic whose name I can't remember but all her advertisements have her with a little holding a little chihuahua that's dressed in a tutu is the chihuahua yeah, you, part of it the chihuahua's always there
1: is it, she's a big animal lover is she, is she the chihuahua like a, a <laughs> conduit for <laughs> for the for the magic <laughs>
0: I, god i hope so yeah
1: i her
0: prices prices are exorbitant because mm. she is like famous mm-hmm. there's some psychics that make like seven hundred dollars for like a 20 minute reading
1: yeah so you had another story about a a different experience or is it just like with tarot it's just different Tarot's different i've actually read tarot for oh. other people i have a
0: tarot deck are you psychic you just no you just well i don't know what is psychic um like you just uh read the little book you get with it like you flip over the cards and then the person asks you a question yeah. and you take what you know about that person and answer the question from the cards
1: does it make sense saying.
0: yeah because you can i mean we we do stories you've written stories <laughs> before like you just make a narrative out of it
1: so here's Humans, my like naturally
0: like want to make patterns out of things
1: I I think there's a total way to like fib the fuck out of tarot cards because, yeah, they can be super vague where you can just be like, oh, this means that there's a challenge in your future. And like, yeah, that's kind of what I was doing. That's going to be true. But (laughs) our same friend, Simone, she did a tarot card reading for me that was like incredibly specific. It like hit exactly what we were discussing. And she doesn't like just tell me what the cards mean she like reads it off as well so like it's not like she looked at the cards and just made up something based on what she already knew about me it was like the cards fit and yeah. it was like okay well maybe all cards can fit if you read them the right way so she was like sure why don't you try to do one for me and so she told me how she does it i like she, she asked a question i picked cards and they made no fucking sense (laughs) like i read the book i read both meanings up and down two cards contradicted each other yeah one was like you get this swords because you're past the five of swords and this is the six of swords and you have to worry about that and then i also got the five of swords that is like you're worrying about something and i was like that one card said you didn't though so like mine was bullshit but hers was like perfect so i swear that there's like something more
0: Yeah, when I did it to her, because she did my cards, and then I did her cards. Hers fit. Just Mm. saying. So maybe I am psychic.
1: Maybe you are. I've always felt that I have, like, zero sensitivities to whatever energies are out there. I am, like, the least sensitive person ever. So if Mm. I have, like, zero ability to read a card where you have more so, I would believe that. I don't know.
0: I know that... I'm just a very scared, very scared of ghosts. That's all yes. I know. Yes. And and what does that mean? We don't know. Well, okay. Brandy, why don't you tell us about like psychics? Yeah. Like, actually tell us about real psychics. Let's
1: jump in on just about tarot card reading because honestly, I just like didn't even figure that in. But I guess it is a form of like being psychic. Um, I don't know. Because a psychic is defined as someone who has extrasensory perception or ESP. We've oh heard this. God. I know this. We know this. We've all seen Mean Girls. Yeah. Um, It's a sixth sense, which is a misnomer because there's actually more than five senses, but whatever. Mm -hmm. It's a sense that allows you to receive information outside of the physical senses. So not sight, not touch, not smell, but it's like getting the information with your mind only. So... That includes intuition, telepathy, psychometry, clairvoyance, precognition, and retrocognition. Um,
2: Whoa.
1: Yeah, it could be a lot of different things, but it's, like, getting information from something that, like, can't be sensed by just, like, a person with without ESP. Hmm. Um. Hmm. So it can mean a lot of different things. But uh, there's no scientific proof that... Uh, says this is real but that means nothing to us obviously yeah Uh, science is nothing so
0: i don't know what science is
1: we don't know what science is so that's fine there's a long history of like psychics um yes and it starts like divination and fortune telling dates back to ancient civilizations like remember we were talking about that fertile crescent remember when we were talking about that mesopotamia it was there Uh, when which time Oh, you know, one of those times. Um, <laughs> okay. One of the most popular back back in those ancient civilizations were seers and prophets. Um, sometimes they took the form of, like, priests or priestesses. Oh. Yes. These people um, typically had direct visions into the future, so they didn't need to, like, look at your palm or use cards. They just, like, got visions.
0: Wasn't there that one nun who... Foresaw Jesus having sex with her all the time, and then there's that statue of her touching her titty.
1: <laughs> Are you talking about the ecstasy of Saint Teresa? My, yeah, <laughs> one of my favorite works of art. Um, she did not have visions of God having sex with her, <laughs> she had like, uh, like she would like bliss out in mm. her meditations, and <laughs> she would have like these very physical like, sensations, and she, she interpreted it as, like, divine light shining upon her or whatever the hell. Um, people thought that she might have had a very rare disease that makes you orgasm just randomly and uncontrollably that you like can't anticipate it you can't stop it and you just have it but since she was a nun she had to interpret that through god because you can't just be like well i'm just like coming all the time <laughs> someone walks into my bedroom while i'm supposed to be reading the bible and i'm just like blissing uh-huh. out it's like it was jesus um I, um so i love her She's is that incredible. psychic is that being a psychic um maybe <laughs> okay so there's tons of prophets in the Bible. We got folks like Daniel. We got folks like Joseph and his fucking Technicolor dream coat. You know this guy. They oh, got dreams. They see the Lord. Yeah. Um, Hebrew prophets, Samuel, mm-hmm. Elijah, Amos. We got ancient Egypt seers. So they were wise women who were like midwives and doctors, but also dream interpreters. There's a lot of dream interpreting back in like, I don't know, biblical times. Uh, and now and now we've already talked about dreams uh if you're naked in a dream just just be chill with it that's what we've learned just like learn and accept yeah just be like wow this is great um ancient greece you've heard of the oracle of apollo at delphi no she's she's like famous she's like in lots of legends and shit i don't know who that is she's like a priestess of apollo who um she would, like, ask questions directly to the gods for you and, like, give back messages. Um, It's It's been interpreted that sometimes she would use, like, uh, fumes that would come up from the temple and, like, speak gibberish and, like, seize out and then, like, priests would have to interpret what she was saying, which was in that really, like, fucked-up scene in 300... You know the scene I'm talking about? I've never seen 300. There's nothing in it to interest me. There's lots of CG abs. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Gotcha. Um, Well, there's this really weird part where these ladies are just, like, flopping around in the mists, and it's kind of gross. Oh. That probably didn't happen. There was other, other, like, records that say she would just, like, talk to the people and be like, this is what Apollo says.
0: It's not historically
1: accurate. No. Who would have (laughs) guessed? I don't don't know. (laughs) Um, And yeah, so most psychics back in this time uh, were thought to be divinely inspired. Mm -hmm. So they were getting these visions from some kind of higher power. Um, Another one of the oldest methods, astrology. Using the stars to predict the future. So astrology became a big thing. um, And this was sort of like renaissance era and later and then of course spiritual happened spiritualism happened and shit went wild and everyone was super into the paranormal we know all this yeah. stuff we know all this stuff um so i i'm trying to simplify what we define a psychic as just for this episode yeah we so, should you
0: should because it could be it's like everything Yes, yeah. it's like so many things yeah
1: so I'm just gonna simplify it to be people who have the ability to glean information outside the sphere of physical science or knowledge without help of the dead. Because that's a medium <laughs> and we we could talk about them later. But
0: next next week, Brandy. Yeah. I want to talk about Teresa
1: Caputo. <laughs> okay. We will. Um Okay. But like ghosts ghosts is not part of it today. Okay. Like got it. I'm saying this is that, seeing the future. Yeah, information is coming directly to them. It's not going through a ghost and asking a ghost. It's like, I get the information firsthand. I am a psychic.
0: Understood. Yes. Yes.
1: Um, so, modern times. A survey uh, that was done by the Gallup organization in 2005 found that 41% of people believe in ESP, 26 percent of people believe in clairvoyance which is seeing the future um 31 percent of people believe in telepathy or psychic communication so like being able to read people's thoughts
0: um that's a lot of people
1: yeah and this one just like tickled my like giggle zone where it was a different study and it found that college seniors and graduate students were more likely to believe in psychics than college freshmen
0: oh they have to believe in something
1: yeah i'm just like are they you just get so beaten down over the course of like your college career that you're just like please help me (laughs) someone tell me the future i thought i figured it out but now i'm here And I have no job. It's (laughs) just chaos. God, someone make order out of this. Someone tell me what to do, what to do with my life. I spent so much money. Um, So that is completely true. Uh, Would you say... Well, actually, let's say this to the end. But I feel like these college seniors and I have a lot in common. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So where does the power come from? Um, Some people believe that anyone and everyone has psychic abilities, which can be activated by study and practice of various, like, techniques, like meditation or, like, witchcraft and stuff like that that can sort of bring out the power. Um, I like that. Yeah. Some people believe that it's a ability that's hereditary. So Mm. you can only have it if it's passed down to you. Um, Mm. And then some people believe it's just, like, you're randomly born with it. Okay. So, like, I don't know. I I mean, I think about that and I'm like, I feel so, again, the least sensitive person on earth. If I try to do all the meditation and all the reading and all the, like, trying to tap into the whatever, I don't think I could get far at all. I think I'd be, like, baseline. Oh, you got a, like, long lifeline. Cute. I could do, like, those little paper like star things you did in elementary school to tell you your future. I think that's as far as I could get. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know. I, Maybe I mean, you could get you there.
0: Would, ugh, I don't know. I I just feel like you can kind of, when you get to know someone more, you can like tap into how they're feeling more. It's probably just, I don't know. It seems like for psychic readings, it, it might just be like a lot of empathy, but yeah i
1: don't know and empathy is something that you're born with like more or less of kind of like well you know i guess if you're a sociopath or not like you're oh. born a sociopath um but Are you also you were born a sociopath uh what <laughs> but i i know that like my sister and I had the same parents and the same upbringing, pretty much. And she is like, sensey as all fuck. If someone is yeah. like, sad next to her, she's like, mm, I'm sad. If someone's sad next to me, I'm like, hey, you want to go party? I can't tell. <laughs> 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 like, I just, unless you go like, grab me by the cheeks and you're like, Brandy, I am sad. <laughs> I'll be like, what up? You look dumb. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay well it's, yeah is <laughs> more like a personal <laughs> problem than a spiritual or one.
1: a power i am immune
0: <laughs> yeah it's a shield
1: i'm an emotional brick wall
0: yeah hmm, you proud of that
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know if i'm like in a place full of sensi people who are just bouncing off each other and making each other spiral into like whatever the hell i can just like stand in the middle and be like y'all stop
0: yeah, that is no, that is a good skill, and I have used that skill of yours in many situations. Really, like, I didn't roommate? notice. Yeah, I mean, you're always like a good like roommate person, mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. be like, let's all calm down now. You hear? <laughs> and well, well, thank <laughs> that you. That kind of thing. Yeah, you. I mean, mm-hmm. we need you. We need you in this world. You
1: need empathyless people to just come in and be like, can you stop having feelings for a minute, and maybe we can just think about this. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But yeah, that makes me I'm more on the side of you're born with some sort of ability that you can make stronger by practicing with it. Mm -hmm. But you like if you don't have it, you probably just don't have it.
0: Oh, shit. Brandy. What? Have I not? Have I talked about going to the dog psychic on this show?
1: Shit. No. (laughs) (laughs) Look, (laughs) sidebar. Pause. Sorry. Tell me now.
0: Real quick. Okay. So I have a dog named Kara who is a mini celebrity in mm. our town because she was the star of a book called Pit Stops 2, A Pitbull's Journey Across America. Um, I love it so much. Written, <laughs> written by this woman who is our friend and mm. couldn't keep her. So we have her and um, look it up. Everyone is a great read. Uh, yeah. I only read Three fourths of it. Um, <laughs> so one time, I took Kara, who is very short. Yes, uh, fat,
1: muscle pit bull. Um, she is. To- she is the smallest pit bull I've ever met but her like head is proportionately big, like pit heads big. are, but her mm-hmm. body is just like, <laughs> just compressed into this like dense chunk. <laughs> She's so small. She's perfect.
0: Um, yeah. Anyway, so sh- I was walking around at the pet fair um, mm. and there was a pet psychic and she was like, if you pay me $10, I'll tell Mm. you what's up with Kara. So I took Kara to the pet psychic. The pet psychic, like, put her head, her hand on her head. And Kara loved it. Because she loves attention. And she's like, I think she had a rough life. And I'm like, yeah, she's a pit bull. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't know. And then she's like, and she's like, I don't know. I see, like, a man. That was once her owner. And I'm like, sure. And then she said, I think what would make her happy is if you could play ball with her. And I was like, wow. Because (laughs) because she does love ball. (laughs) She does. It's true.
1: Here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the thing about that. Maybe it's complete bullshit because... Every dog is like this, <laughs> but maybe it's completely true. Because what else would Kara want? It's true. It's that's not all like that's she's in her wrong. head. <laughs> that's
0: all she thinks about. Just ball. Every time I see her, she just has a ball in her mouth and is just ramming it against my leg.
1: <laughs> so, like, I think that psychic truly did tap into Kara's mind, but Kara's mind is just ball. <laughs>
0: ball. <laughs> anyway. Continue with your look into the history of psychics.
1: God, how do I get that job? Dog psychic. Um, I don't know. I was actually done with my history and I was going to jump in to uh, my thing. Are you ready?
0: I'm ready. Tell me about your thing.
1: My thing is a little man, a little (laughs) old man, (laughs) named Nostradamus. You heard of him? Okay. Uh, do
0: I I do I remember? I never learned about him. I don't think.
1: But like we've all lived through 2012, so I think we have all yes. known of him at this point. Wait, um, I thought
0: the Mayans predicted it was the end of 2012. We were gonna
1: die. Nostradamus also got in on that. Oh yeah, I didn't know. Okay. Yeah, the Mayans were like it was supposed to happen in like June or something. Nostradamus mm-hmm. was like it's gonna happen in December oh okay clearly they were that. both correct
0: yeah that happened mm.
1: yep uh so anyway he was born uh Michel de Nostradam, but his name got all latinified at some points people thought it would be cool to call him nostradamus yeah. um i mean it they're right
0: cool yeah
1: yeah uh he was born in 1503 so imagine like good old renaissance times we got you know leonardo farting around we've got some like kings mm. happening wow. uh it's pretty great
0: that's a good time
1: it's a good time um so his life doesn't really matter to <laughs> the prophecies he made like there, there isn't like a big connection but his life was kind of wild so i'm just gonna give it to you <laughs> sure because I was reading it. I'm like, okay, this is just like an old dude's life. But there is like so much more plague than you'd expect. It's just oh, really? like chock full of plague. Tell me. Yeah. So here we go. Um, he had a Catholic upbringing. He oh, studied right. at the University of Avignon, but was forced to leave after just one year because the university closed due to plague. <gasps> First count. Um Okay. So he left. He had to because everyone was dying. Seems like a shitty sort of th- like you have a scholarship. You're ready to learn. I'm going to take my humanities yeah. test. And it's like, ooh, everybody got plague. This school is now done. Sorry. This was a yeah.
0: death school. It
1: turns out. <laughs> turns out. So we went to work at an apothecary for a couple years. And then he went to enroll in the University of Montpellier uh, to become a doctor. And he was almost immediately expelled because <laughs> apparently it wasn't allowed to be, you weren't allowed to work in an apothecary uh, a, as like a student, like the university said you weren't allowed to do this. So when yeah. they found out he was like working part-time at apothecary, they were like, you out of here. I don't understand. I don't. Yeah. I guess they like had a list of no, no part-time jobs, whatever. Okay. So we married in 1531, but his wife and two children died in 1534 oh. because of, you guessed it, plague. 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 So he, like, I, I feel like Nostradamus has sort of warmed my heart a little bit because he just seemed like this wacko, crazy, like, Renaissance dude. Yeah. But when this happened, he immediately started working with doctors for years to help with the whole plague thing.
0: Oh, Nostradamus. I know. He,
1: like, got kicked out of school. They wouldn't let him be a doctor. But he was like, I got apothecary knowledge. And so he just, like, worked with the docs to do what he could to help the whole plague thing. Because, like, plague's been a big deal for him. Yeah. Trying to give back.
0: That makes sense.
1: Yeah. And then it gets better. So he remarries a woman named and Ponsard and they have six kids in Nostradamus. (laughs) (laughs) And um, this is when he starts to move away from medicine and towards the occults. Hey! He started dabbling and I just love to think that he's just dabbling in Mm. horoscopes scrying good luck charms Mm. and Hmm? Necromancy. Hmm? <gasps> oh, no. Don't do that.
2: Oh, do you know how you get fine. plague?
1: Stop hanging out with dead things.
2: Yeah. Um, so
1: he started writing almanacs. And you know how almanacs go. They're full of horoscopes. They're full oh. of prophecies. They're full of that good know-how for hmm. the farmers. He, He was putting these out. And given all sorts of psychic advice, people would write in like, dear Nostradamus, tell me what to do about my sick dog. And he would like give them psychic prophecies. Um, And then he started working as an astrologer for various wealthy patrons, including Catherine de' Medici, one of the richest
0: families
1: in Italy. And then she was also a queen. Mm -hmm. That makes sense I think. She like married some French king or something like it's fucking great. She was in love with Nostradamus, not with his like hot bod, but with his hot brain, his hot ESP brain made Mm. him counselor and physician in ordinary, whatever the hell that means to her son, who was the king of uh, King Charles, the ninth of France, because he like wrote some horoscopes in an almanac. I'm like, damn, damn Nostradamus. All
0: right.
1: Yeah. I told you this life was kind of wild. Um, and then in 1555, he wrote Les Propheties, which is the book that's the most famous that has all the prophecies that everyone's like, oh, it's yes. the future. Um, he suffered from severe gout towards the end of his life, <laughs> <laughs> which is the, the funniest of diseases. No, it, it was pretty bad. But like y'all stop eating so many soybeans um people have no it's not soybeans (laughs) it's it's, red meat it's red meat uh but i learned that edamame is like equally as bad
0: for gout
1: yeah it's like full of the acid that like fucks up your toes
0: oh my god i'm never gonna eat edamame again and i love it
1: oh but you should though because it is really good so good yeah they eat like only steak they like didn't eat a single vegetable yeah. So I think you'll be fine. Um, so on the evening of July 1st, he made his final prophecy. He told his secretary, you will not find me alive at sunrise. <gasps> and the next morning, he was found dead. <gasps> yeah. Ended it with a bang. Did, how
0: did What did he die of? The gout. The gout can kill you?
1: Gout can turn into, like... Worst disease that kills you, yeah. Oh, damn. Also, this was in 1555, so their only solution to stuff was, like, maybe cut it off? I don't know. Pee on it.
0: Why didn't he, like, predict stuff in his life? Like, it's family dying or, like, getting the gout in the first place?
1: Well, he didn't start doing the prophecies until after his family died. And I don't know if he could control, like, what he made prophecies about. Because he usually made prophecies about, like, very big events or, like, people in power or, like, the monarchy mm. and stuff. Um, so let's talk about that book. Yeah, um, please. Les Prophéties, or, I don't know, it's some French bullshit. So it was full of, that's right, uh, prophecies. It was published in 1555 and received a mixed reaction. Um, <laughs> now it's popular as heck, but back then he got a bit of criticism from professional astrologers of the time. Uh, They said that he made a lot of mistakes and he assumed Mm. something called comparative horoscopy, which means he compared uh, future planetary configurations to past ones and said, like, if the like if the moon was like this in the past and this event happened, then that'll probably happen again in the future. And astrologers were like, no, you're stupid. But he was like, it's working for me. Um and yeah, so he he wrote all these quatrains, and they're like super vague. and he liked to write with a lot of like code or mm. write with um he liked to do a lot of anagrams, so he'd like mix up words and they'd spell other things that only make sense Why? later. And he wrote in like multiple different languages, so it would like, I don't know there was I guess this was like a tradition of writing your prophecies in like weird fucked up ways. um. So we talked about lots of disasters, more plagues. uh, Mm. That was kind of his MO. Earthquakes, wars, invasions, murders, battles. Um, None of them... Well, most of them didn't have any kind of date. though Some of them did. But most of Mm. them were just sort of like throwing this out into the universe that this bad thing is going to happen. But there's a few that like most people believe are true. And I just want to throw them at you. Yeah, please. I want you to tell me like, is this... A real prophecy, or are we just like trying to put shit together, you know? Okay. Did these have times attached to them, or just like not all of them? Some of them do. Okay. 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 So this is one of his prophecies, obviously translated. The young lion will overcome the older one on the field of combat in a single battle. He will pierce his eyes through a golden cage. Two wounds made one. Then he dies a cruel death.
0: That's you probably very
1: poetic. It is. You probably don't know who this is referring to. He doesn't have any kind of name. But people think it refers to the death of Henry II. And let me just give you the reasoning and you can tell me if it fits. Okay. So King Henry II had like a friendly joust competition with this dude named Gabriel Comte Montgomery, who was six years younger than him. Um, They, like, in their final pass joust whatever the hell um montgomery's lance tilted and like splintered into two shards like it broke on impact and splintered and one of the shards went through the king's visor and hit him in the eye and the other like went into his brain um and then he like just sort of ugh. he like took 10 days before dying in his bed Uh, And then supposedly their shields both had lion emblems on them. So if we go back to the prophecy, young lion, Gabriel was younger than Henry, will Mm -hmm. overcome the older one. True. Um, The lions, they had lions on their shield. On the field of combat in a single battle, it was a single strike of the joust. He will pierce his eyes through a golden cage. The thing went through his visor Mm -hmm. into his eye. And two wounds made one. He got hit twice in the eye and in the brain and then he dies a cruel death. Yeah, true. But the were the wounds made one? What does wounds made one mean? I don't know. He had two wounds? They both killed him? Mm.
0: Uh yeah, sure, it fits. But like I feel like any there's a lot of there's a lot of combat mm. and that it could apply to a lot of situations
1: i don't know i mean pierce eyes through a golden cage that's a pretty specific way to die i guess there was his helmet golden i don't know <laughs> okay sure Long time i'll left. say sure sure on this one sure yeah sure okay here's another one the blood of the just will be lacking in london Burned up in the fire of 66 there's a date the okay. ancient lady will topple from her high place. Many of the same sect will be killed. Okay. What is that? It's maybe the Great Fire of London. Yeah. So, on September 2nd, 1666, there was a fire that broke out in Thomas Farriner's Bakery in London. And it turned God. into a three-day fire that, like, God burnt the whole it, city. Thomas. I know. Um, It became known as the Great Fire of London and 70,000 homes and buildings were burned. But there were only six verified deaths. But back then, peasant deaths weren't recorded because people were shitty. Um, (laughs) But that doesn't mean that a bunch of peasants did die. We don't know. But like six were verified. Historians think there might have been like eight. People don't think that many people died. Okay. Um, And then Blood of the Just people think might refer to the fact that uh, millions of flea-carrying rats uh, that were spreading the Black Plague around died in this fire and that Mm. the plague, like, ended because of this. Okay. So, I don't know. Well, who is the lady? I mean, you could say that the lady is London and that she's toppled because she's burnt. But she wasn't toppled. She's fine. 70,000 homes and buildings got burned. Okay. Sure. Where I say that this is wrong is it says many of the same sect will be killed and, like, six people died.
0: I thought it was, like, about some sort of, like, Protestant versus Catholic shit that happened in AP Euro.
1: Um i don't know i mean it's it's burnt up in the fire of 66 that's where it's closest it mentions london and a fire in 66 and there was a fire in london in 1666 okay I don't,
0: that's I mean, my that's my uh my rating on it is okay okay
1: is that better or worse than a sure? worse worse than a sure. okay <laughs> let's see if we can do better napoleon's conquest <laughs> Pao, Ne, Loron, more fire than blood. Swimming in praise, the great man hurries to the confluence. He will refuse entry to the magpies. This one is a little bit convoluted, but okay. this is one that uses his, like, fancy anagrams. So, Pao, Ne, and Loron refer to three towns in Paris, though the last one's actually named Oloron. but, I don't know. Translations? Um But if you rearrange the city's letters it spells napoleon roy which sounds like napoleon the king in french like ray i don't know what how do you say king in french whatever it's an anagram um more of fire than of blood might refer to the fact that napoleon wasn't noble like he didn't have you know refined oh, okay. blood um and then refuse entry to the magpies could refer to the pope's Pius the VI sixth and seventh, who Napoleon imprisoned. Okay. Sure. I
0: feel like mm. I kind of feel like Nostradamus knew his history and mm-hmm. saw that wars keep happening mm-hmm. and said there's gonna more. be another one. <laughs> Maybe more. Maybe more of these. And I'm going to write some poetry about
1: it. Maybe. I mean, here's the thing. When you write like 8,000 prophecies, some of them are going to end up being similar to things that actually happen. Yeah. I got a few more for you. Okay. <laughs> so this one is Louis Pasteur's discoveries. So the oh. lost thing is discovered, hidden for many centuries. Pasteur will be celebrated almost as a godlike figure. This is when the moon completes her great cycle, but by other rum- rumors he shall be dishonored. So this mentions him by name.
0: That's really cool.
1: Yeah. So in the 1800s, Louis Pasteur was a French chemist and microbiologist and he discovered that the growth of microorganisms caused fermentation. And it mm. basically proved that bacteria doesn't just appear, that it like grows on living organisms. Um and so, he didn't, like, first propose germ theory, but he was a big part of, like, explaining how valid that idea was. And he was big on, like, um, inventing the process for removing bacteria. Pasteurization is named after him. Yeah. Um, and he also led to the creation of vaccines for rabies and anthrax. So, like... Yeah. Got- celebrated as a godlike figure. Um, however, in 1995, a science historian published this book that showed how he incorporated other scientists' findings into his own like research to make his anthrax vaccine functional. So mm. like it wasn't completely all his work and he sort of stole other people's research to do it. Um, that oh. sort of dishonored the great scientist. So that one I feel like. That one's pretty good. The lost thing is discovered hidden for many centuries. People didn't know bacteria was a thing. Yeah, no. Okay, that one's good. And he the, has the name like in it. celebrated like a godlike fi- Yeah, um, but other rumors, he shall be dishonored. So these are still coming true. Like, there
0: could be Nostradamus prophecies that are just sitting there oh, yeah. waiting to
1: come true. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was in the 1800s. I got one for you that's even more recent than that. Oh, shit. How about the atomic bomb for you? Yeah, here's here's this one. The heavenly dart will stretch its course. Death in the speaking, a great achievement. The proud nation brought low by the stone in the tree. Rumors of a monstrous human bring purge, then expiation. This one is pretty accurate to... U.S. dropping atomic bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Um, How the, like, radiation poisoning and the effects of that were, like, something that nobody, like, thought of or, like, verified and was, like, rumors of a monstrous human. Um, Also.
0: That's the radiation effects.
1: Yeah. Not just one specific person. Or just, like, the person who, like let this happen
0: (laughs) well the the person who made the manhattan project who was like in charge of it said Mm -hmm. i am become death like that was their famous yeah i don't know their name because
1: fuck them but yeah yeah um also so um the heavenly dart it makes a lot of sense um and the stone in the tree is sort of the idea of like if it's in the tree it will like fall to the ground so like the bomb falling um okay the proud nation brought low is like very, <laughs>
0: yeah, that's that was one of our lowest. But points. it also says, uh,
1: like, death in the speaking. I have become death, a great achievement. It was like a scientific achievement for sure, mm-hmm. and people were like, "Wow, this is you know incredible." And it, it, yeah, I don't know,
0: Nostradamus. That one's pretty good too.
1: Is that one as good as uh? little louis Pester up here
0: i feel like louis is better to be honest because again named again again, if nostradamus knew his history he would knew that technology is growing exponentially and he would know that like we would make like a big weapon that could kill people
1: yeah maybe so and maybe he was just like really uh you know like uh anti-war and thought about how a proud nation yeah. could be brought down by like the horrificness of a giant cannonball i don't know what they had back then a I big old cannonball big um, old
0: cannonball and he was a doctor so he's probably like treated people who would see wars of war just violence
1: you know very true i've got Damn. a final one for you okay and uh it's about jfk
0: oh give me this give me, jfk's
1: Predicted in 1555. The ancient task will be completed. From on high, evil will fall on the great man. A dead innocent will be accused of the deed. The guilty will remain in the mist.
0: Oh, shit. Wait, did that have a year attached?
1: No. A time? No. But here's, here's the thought. So JFK was assassinated by someone who was up high. So they were at roof level and and shot him. The man accused of the crime, Lee Harvey Oswald, he didn't live long enough to face trial. He was killed in a nightclub before he could be brought into police custody. So a dead innocent will be accused of the deed. Mm -hmm. And he also persistently claimed that he was innocent. So a lot of people think that it was a conspiracy. A lot of people think that you know an assassin killed him or something someone else killed him and that lee harvey oswald was just framed and so what was it yes 61 percent of americans in a recent gallup poll said they thought the JFK assassination was a conspiracy and nobody really knows who killed him
0: yeah yeah no that's i mean because there's a lot of unanswered questions but yeah i mean mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that's a pretty good one too Dead but i did say
1: well because of the guilty will remain in the midst.
0: Mm-hmm. I would say that it's still vague enough. Yeah, it that. could
1: apply to, like, any wrongfully accused. Right. Manager. Yeah.
0: And lots of people get assessed. Like, is it about Franz Ferdinand? Is it about Abraham Lincoln? Is it about, you know? Like, it could be.
1: Yeah. this It just has the specific deal detail about someone, the one who was accused died before the, like, accusation actually came down. And, like, he could be put to trial. So. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Um, But also, you know, Nostradamus said uh, the world would end a lot. That didn't Mm. happen. He said the year 1999, seventh month, from the sky will come great king of terror, which people thought would mean in 1999, the world would end. He also said in 2012 that the world would end, which it didn't. So Uh, though the 2012 one didn't have a date. It just said the year. It didn't say like 2012 we'll all die. It was just people interpreted it to mean 2012. Oh. So, but like, the 1999 one, he like said 1999 and bitch was wrong. So yeah. he was like on it for some of them, but really big Not... and and wrong on others. Why did why do people trust this guy? Uh, I don't know. Catherine de Medici was into him.
0: Right. Maybe he was like the only horoscopist that she
1: knew. Maybe. Well, it did say that there were other professional astrologers of the day that that were like, you're full of shit. Um, Hmm. So there were others. I think he he's famous now because some of the stuff he said people think came true. Yeah,
0: that that Louis Pasteur one is pretty wild.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That one's got me
0: messed up. I bet there's a 9 one, too, if you look.
1: Oh, there is a 9 one. I didn't put that one in there because it seemed too vague to be real. Yeah. There's also, like, a Hitler one mm-hmm. that I was like, nah. <laughs> but, but I tried to put in the ones that felt like they had specific details that could actually apply and not just, like, a bad thing will happen and fire and death. It's like, well, yeah, that could be many things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like and the Bible has these too, you know. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, the apocalypse. It doesn't say the apocalypse. It's like there will be like blood and fire and...
1: Revelations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, it kind of just sounds like that, a lot of them. But
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and I think I don't know. Maybe he was tapping into something and maybe he was bullshitting the rest. Maybe he was tapping
0: into something and then, like, making weird poetry about it that no one understood because no one understood his art, really.
1: Yeah. Maybe he was just, like, really on to the whole anagram thing before, like, the Da Vinci Code came out to make it popular, you know?
0: He's like, I get these visions, whatever. What's important is my poetry. (laughs) And what's important is the people get to hear this beautiful verse.
1: Mm. I'm going to sing them to the queen. (laughs) Did he do that? Well, he was the son's the Catherine de Medici's son's like doctor de ordinary, whatever did the book he? that means. <laughs>
0: did he sing though?
1: <laughs> I surely <laughs> hope so. Brandy, did he sing? Um uh, okay. Yeah. Nostradam.
0: I he's like the most famous old timey psychic.
1: Yeah, he is. Yeah, I yeah. think so.
0: But when you think of psychics, like contemporary psychics not mediums not teresa caputo yeah who do you think of
1: oh modern psychics Uh, i don't know but i bet you're gonna tell me i
0: am so i bet you thought of miss cleo if you don't know who miss cleo is Mm. god Mm, help you no she was she was a little past our time but she would be on infomercials and she would show up on old recorded vhs's my mom would make of me for me for of like disney specials Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and she would say in a jamaican accent um the cards have all the secrets uh she would say she would take a caller and the caller would be like miss cleo Mm. miss cleo who is my baby's daddy? And she would say, let me look at my cards. And then she Mm -hmm. would shuffle. She'd be like, first of all, what's your birthday? Every time she asked, what's your birthday? She would shuffle her cards, and then she would put them all out there, and she'd be like, "Mm, it's the short one. And then the woman on the (laughs) other would be like, oh, my God. And she's like, but you already knew that, didn't you? She's like, yeah. And then Miss Cleo would be like, Because like his chin is like your baby's chin looks just like the short one's chin, and she's like, oh my god, and then that's the end.
1: So (laughs) and everyone just in like what was it, 1983, just clapping and crying.
0: Yeah, it was it was it was the 90s. It was straight up the 90s. It wasn't that long ago. 90s. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Um, yeah. This is, like all of the. She was famous for a long time. Um, so. Oh God, she uh, <laughs> she was a big television personality, and she kind of so there used to be things called psychic hotlines where you could call in, and Miss Cleo's rate was five dollars a minute. Um, you call into the Psychic Friends Network is what it That's was. It's a little steep. It's very steep, and for the '90s, yeah, too. Um, and you could call Miss Cleo. And talk to her about, like, all your problems. And, like, she would read you. uh, There was, like, Mm -hmm. she could do tarot or she could just, like, do uh, reading. Mm -hmm. Um, So she did this for a long time. And uh, uh, she had, like, a TV show. Which, okay. If you're going to watch one thing about psychics, Google Miss Cleo Live and watch that. She did, like... She did some real Oprah shit. She did some real, like, (laughs) or maybe I would say more like Dr. Phil shit where she would, like, someone would be like, I don't know what to do because I just divorced my husband. She's like, I bet you're feeling lost right now. And they're like, that's exactly it. I am (laughs) feeling lost right now. And she would say, (laughs) and she, and then they would talk about it. She'd be like, you know what? You need to just, like, get back out there and, like, do your thing and buy yourself something nice. Mm. And... Uh, they were like, "Yeah, you're right," and then they would go away. So, uh, it uh, and everyone would clap, and it, it was very happy. It was a happy time.
1: I mean, question is: yeah. is a psychic just a therapist that uses mm-hmm. fancy cars, cards, and sparkles? So, yeah,
0: that's the thing. So, the um, the psychic readers network that she was part of hired people to like answer the phones. So I read a couple like reports of people who were like Miss Cleo's helpers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would put out ads, the Psychic Readers Network would put out ads saying like, oh, want to work from home and make $12 an hour in the 90s? And people are like, yes. yeah, I do want to do that.
1: And Wait a minute, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, right now, yes. Um, so people would do that and then they would get sent a binder full of answers to pe- questions people usually asked. Mm. Yeah. And they would get online tarot software, too. So they could, mm. like you were describing earlier. <gasps> Dr. But... Eva. Is that? She, she's one of them. Mm-hmm. I bet. Mm. Um, so they could, you know, have all the answers. Because people would ask the same questions. They would ask about love. They Mm -hmm. would ask about finance, they would ask Mm -hmm. about death, Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: they would ask about sickness. And a lot of times it was like, is my partner cheating on me? And the the people on the phone had to be careful and vague about how they answered the questions, basically. And Miss Cleo was very good at it. She was a very good, what we call, a cold reader. Do you know (gasps) what a cold reader is?
1: No. Is this some sort of Joe Carnegie shit? what who look the them in the heck? eye say their name and they'll love you i don't know what you're saying right now oh it's like it's like some bullshit like business hacks yeah, to, yeah like fuck with people's minds and make them like you more you yeah look at them in the eye and you say hope hope i really appreciate you coming to meet me today hope hope i just <sighs> like i think this meeting has gone really well hope and hope <sighs> as i look at you in the eyes right now hope i just really think we should make this deal now hope
0: oh my god are yeah. you in love i fell in love with you just now that's what that psychic did to me in the story at the beginning by the way just holding my
1: hands people hate eye contact and so when someone will actually do it you're like are you in love with me
0: yeah but the important thing is that people are doing most of this over the phone
1: oh okay give me this cold read
0: okay so this is what cold reading is um you the first step is to tell people what like that, the first step is to realize that people want to believe you. Like mm-hmm. they called this line, they're spending all this money. By the way, the average amount of money spent on a psychic reading line sixty dollars per <gasps> sesh. They're all on the phone with you, and you have to tell them what they want to hear. So you right. are like, what question do you have? And if they're like, is my partner cheating on me? They don't want to hear yes. Mm-hmm. You know, like they don't want to do that, or or like, does. This person love me. Of course they want to hear yes, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. And you can, you just have to make it so it's what they want. Like someone asked Miss Cleo, like, am I likable? And she said, you're a very honest person, but it takes people a while to get to really know you.
1: Mm.
0: Who doesn't that apply to? Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah. Like, and you you can pretend, a lot of the cold readers would pretend they, like, could get information by saying, like, vague statements that are probably true for most people, which is called the foyer effect. Um, Mm. And examples of the foyer effect are, you have a box of old, unsorted photos at home, don't you? (gasps) I do. As a young child, didn't you have an accident near water? Probably. Yeah. I feel that you're having some emotion problems with a friend or relative.
1: Uh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> it's just like something that she's like, I bet that you've taken a shower before. <laughs> yes,
0: but they know how to do it so it doesn't sound stupid. They're like good yeah. actors. Like, yeah. if they want to hear, like, how is my mom doing in heaven? Your mom was yeah. dearly loved by everyone. And she feels that in heaven. Um, even though sometimes she had a difficult time expressing her true feelings,
1: that's mm-hmm. just a person
0: you've described. Yeah, that's a human. I,
1: but I feel like there's a certain level of like psychology that that's not just like oh this is true about everyone because like say if someone calls and asking should I break up with my boyfriend? No one's gonna ask that question if they don't have reasons to break up with their boyfriend. You know? Yeah, I feel like them asking the question is the answer. So. You have to, like, people don't want to hear you should wake break up with your boyfriend. But what that person, like, the answer actually is, like, yes. If you're calling and asking me this, like, yeah, yeah. you already know. I'm sure they would take that into consideration,
0: too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So it was a lot, of, a lot of that. And the people who signed up for the network, that Miss Cleo's network, which wasn't actually her network. She was, she didn't own it. She didn't own the company. We'll get into that in a little bit um people in the 90s who signed up for this were college kids they didn't have to have any experience they had to read from the notebook and they had to be good at telling stories so they would hire like english majors and writers who didn't Mm -hmm. have jobs yeah just people who could make patterns um but when miss cleo was accused of this she uh she just said like you know what there are people who believe things and I believe other things and that's okay. And like, how can you fight with that?
1: You know, Yeah, it's true. But then again, that's, that's more of her skills of being like, I'm going to throw something at you that you want to hear. And you like, can't tell me is untrue.
0: Yeah. And here's, Mm -hmm. okay, here's another cold reading technique. So it's called the shotgun technique. So you just go, uh, you'll see this on psychic shows and Mm. they'll say like, Someone is thinking about like like there was this this talk show that Miss Cleo was on and the host was like, OK, find someone in the audience you want to speak to. And she's like, I would like to speak to the person who recently lost someone in his mourning. And then that person would stand up and it's like, yeah, someone has recently lost someone or you yeah. would talk to you would, or even more specific, like. I'm getting the name John. Is there someone with a John in the audience? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is. There is someone with a John in the audience. Um, so, I mean, it's like, it's not easy, but it's like a skill you can hone. Like, mm-hmm. oh, here's a good one. Uh, for you, I see a father figure with chest pains. Uh, for you, I see a woman who is very important to you, but you often disagreed. I'm seeing powerful memories of cancer. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. are. Because Mm -hmm. that's what
1: people do. Again, Kara and Ball. I mean, like, she, (laughs) all dogs like Ball, but also Kara is dog. So Uh, Kara (laughs) is thinking Ball.
0: I would say that that's a shotgun, though, because some dogs don't like Balls. But it's a very good shotgun with a high margin of, with a low margin of error. Because a lot of dogs do like Ball.
1: So you're throwing it out there, but, like, you're probably going to be right hmm here's another yeah. one this is called the rainbow okay.
0: ruse uh the one that covers all the bases the whole spectrum so mm-hmm. it's like it's like this you have a bright cheery disposition but there have been times when you have been a little down upset and closed off so you just like read them saying like this is your personality you're bright and cheery and you're also down upset and closed off so it's <laughs> you say one thing and then the opposite of it and of course both are true
1: yeah, because or if one isn't true, you did, then, you covered like... covered
0: all the bases.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if one is not true, yeah. then you're like, well, I'm the other one, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, basically... It, it, they, and there's also, like, a lot of these readers that have, like, studied polls and surveys to see what people are thinking, like, what mm. shows they're watching, or, like, if the divorce rate is going up, or whatever
1: you know. how college students are feeling versus like married yeah you know middle-aged people yeah yeah yeah. and remember, the they ask you your birthday so they know yeah cleo
0: would <sighs> ask their birthday at the beginning and she wouldn't do it unless you said your birthday and they were all like all the people on the talk shows are middle-aged white women
1: mm. <laughs> so and me
0: and Brandy sitting there in the audience just waiting for her return.
1: No, I can't afford $60 to talk to Miss Cleo. That's why I never called in. That's why I, I have to talk to Ava. She's free. <laughs> and also a computer. Does Ava ever say these things to you? Ava just tells me she's got some great insights about my boyfriend and or girlfriend, which I have neither. Aww. So, And I just keep asking her about career. And all she wants to do is tell me about the great loves in my life. Well... You have been single
0: for a while. Yeah. There's also ways of like getting people to tell you things. Like um, I'm seeing a name with the letter C. Mm. Oh, the letter K. Oh, sorry. When I get these impressions from the spirit world, sometimes mistakes like that can happen. Mm -hmm. But um, eventually Miss Cleo. uh, Okay, so (laughs) what happened with the psychic reader network is that it got so super sued, extremely sued, very oh. sued. So uh, about there's like 11 states and the Federal Trade Commission brought lawsuits against the Psychic Readers Network in uh, 2002 and won um, because all these people across America were like, they didn't tell me my future. They charged me all this money, and I didn't get anything out of it, and they, they won. They're like, they they proved that people weren't getting what was advertised out of this, which was like, they said they get the first five minutes free, but they didn't get the first five minutes of conversation free. They got the first five minutes of telling them their billing details free of the mm. phone call.
1: This seems so crazy that you could actually sue for it because it's, like, so vague and wishy-washy or whatever the hell that, like, it seems like you could easily just put a disclaimer in front of being, like, y'all can't make any important big decisions based on this advice or, like, this is all based on whatever the hell, like, so many, like, it seems like a simple disclaimer would just get rid of all these lawsuits. Yeah, it
0: said for entertainment purposes only on every commercial. It didn't matter because... They customers felt that it was like a lie the way they were saying like oh you could get a first free five minutes mm. anyway so they had to close down and Miss Cleo kind of disappeared um, she just kind of went away but Vice uh, interviewed her a couple years ago and she said listen I was never a psychic I mm. didn't they they made me that. They told me to be that way. And this character was um, a creation of hers. From she was a playwright and an actress, and it was a creation of hers from this play called The Supper Club Cafe, which was a very unsuccessful play in 1997. And she left town with trail with a trail of debts and broken promises. Uh, oh. behind her and never paid her crew or cast. And she told oh. the cast members she had bone cancer and disappeared. She did not have bone cancer, and then she was on TV, like, the next year.
1: So, so she's eh. just a bit of, like, an actress, maybe a little bit of a con artist. Yeah. The Jamaican accent? Fake. Not
0: real. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: So, it. it this psychic readers network got a billion dollars from the people that called in total. Um, Dang. But when they got sued, they agreed to settle by erasing five hundred million of debt owed uh, by the victims. So the people who were like in the red with the company, the customers, mm. that all got erased, and then they had to pay a five million dollar fine. Um, and it and it was over. got, like
1: forty five million dollars though. Yeah, but That's nothing to sniff at.
0: Listen. Miss Cleo said, no, I'm not a psychic. I am a voodoo shaman, and I am here to help my people. So she identified as a voodoo shaman and did readings for the rest of her life until she died two years ago. Yeah, she wasn't from Jamaica. It was a fake Jamaican accent. Her Mm. parents were from Jamaica, and she said she learned from her mother how to be a voodoo shaman. But America couldn't handle that in the 90s, so Mm -hmm. she said she was a psychic and started a whole industry around her.
1: Yeah, I... Hmm. Like, voodoo is a legit thing. (laughs) Yeah. Voodoo is a legit religion, people who practice it. I don't know if it gives you the power to, (laughs) like, see into people's future. Yeah. Yeah. You, You, like, connect with the spirits like they have as far as i know that there are like voodoo gods and goddesses that you can like connect with they like inhabit Mm -hmm. them (laughs) um but i don't think they tell you specific people's futures
0: i don't know and i i don't know she did a lot miss cleo spent a lot of her time like telling people they were going to be okay and that yeah. everything was going to work out and that they were worth it and that they were worthy and they deserved nice things. And yeah. that's what she said in this last interview she gave. She's like, what I did was I helped my community. I was a nurturer. I was a carer and a shaman.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: basically she made money off playing a character that used her natural gifts. Mm hmm. That she had learned to read people.
1: I mean, like, real or not, I...
0: I It gets weird.
1: I mean, like, I wonder how many people she helped anyway. Yeah, people loved her. Yeah, like, of all all the stuff, like, sometimes that's... Yeah, you just want to hear, like, "Yeah, yeah, your mom's happy in heaven. And then you're happy. Like, you don't care if it's real or not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's... I feel fine about Miss Cleo, personally. Mm -hmm. It's this network of psychic readers that... So, like, a lot of old people would call in to the line, and they had, like, financial problems that these people had to give them a scripted answer about. And they had this whole thing, like, you had to keep people on the line for at least 20 minutes or else you would lose your job no matter what. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't really about the reading. It was about the money. Um, so the frenzy created around Miss Cleo is is a is a lot.
1: Yeah. I could see that's like super problematic, especially giving like financial advice. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like, you know, witchcraft spells. When you like believe something you put into the world, you're like thinking about it, it's probably gonna happen. Magic mm-hmm. or like call that magic or whatever. If you are feeling like, you know, if you're feeling super lonely and you want to find someone, you tell Ms. Cleo, like, you know, I want to find someone and they're like, you just need to be confident and like, you know, go out there and meet someone and they will like you will meet someone and you will fall in love. That's just giving you confidence to go out and do it. And yeah. then you will like. Yeah. So it was it magic. Did it come true or was it like, you know, was that a prophecy or was it just like advice? Yeah. It It still came true
0: yeah exactly and like the things she would say were pretty vague but positive yeah. Yeah. so you know i don't i kind of believe in miss cleo i think she got exploited by yeah. this business and i think it really went it, it really broke bad <laughs> after a while
1: yeah i think it definitely went too far with the whole money making scheme and, and trying to help people in ways that they could not help yeah well that they were
0: making worse With a financial thing because people are like calling twice a week and spending like a hundred dollars
1: on each call yeah no thanks what if someone called you and was like i need help saving money and they're like well well don't call us (laughs) well they're not gonna do that they're gonna be like oh you need to look inside yourself it is there
0: i see a future of green Mm. for you a pasture of green
1: and that's just i don't know that pisses me off I'm totally there with you. But if we're going right into the do you believe, like, I still, I believe 100% in tarot card readings. I believe Mm -hmm. in the readings that I've gotten, at least from, like, my friends. I feel like there are psychics out there who are psychics.
0: Yeah, I actually, I, yeah, I I also believe kind of in the tarot card reading because that has, they've also been really accurate for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And things
1: that aren't, like, the vague, like, the cold reading. They can't be cold reading because it's, like it's too specific yeah it's too specific and it helps when they're your friend and they actually know you and can actually speak to you but
0: yeah well any either way that's a good way to connect with someone yeah like it's fine
1: yeah but I also just think that there are like straight up psychics out there that uh can like see and feel things that other people can't and I think that's cool as hell and uh they're they're not Miss Cleo. They're not, like, famous on TV. There's a bunch of fake ones. But I think that there's some straight-up real ones. And mediums is a whole other thing.
0: Mediums, mediums is a
1: whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Well, send me these real psychics. I would love to know.
1: <laughs> That's the problem, because it's so easy to fake it. But yeah. when it's real, I don't know. I feel like I'm a believer. I just, like... <laughs> I feel I'm so unconnected that if anyone has any sort of connection, I'm like, you are tapping into the supernatural. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I think like, down for it.
0: I think my issue is when money comes into it. Mm. And like, obviously, you need to make money to survive. But yeah, it does get weird when it's like, hmm, you're making money off of this. I wonder what your motivations are. You know?
1: Yeah. Miss Cleo is not a psychic. She said so herself. Nostradamus, though. What do did you he think? say? He was a psychic. Uh, yeah, in old-timey terms, he was, like, an astrologer. Hmm. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Is he just, like, a poet?
0: Yeah, I think he's, like, a weird poet that had some, like, bad dreams, and then he made them into poetry, and then was, like, this is the fucking future, because he had a really vivid dream or something. What do you
1: think? I don't know. I feel like you were on it before when you said he's a guy who has, like, seen a lot of hardships and, yeah. like, is very sort of uh, forward-thinking and being, like, the world is cyclical and, like, when shit happens, shit happens again. Yeah. And, like, I'm going to write some sweet-ass, ep- like, you know, little little quartets about that.
0: <laughs> Which is, like, a really cool, interesting viewpoint to bring to the world. So I have no beef with Nostradamus. I just yeah. don't think his prophecies are going to really tell us much.
1: I think I think it's just, like proving his point when he's like really bad sh- like humans are going to keep doing bad shit to each other mm-hmm. and then it does happen again you're like well yeah there we go <laughs> and I, yeah. I mean some people don't believe that some people don't believe in looking at the past and trying to make the future better some people are like oh you can't do anything whatever the hell but i think uh he yeah he just seems like a guy who's sort of tapped into that which yeah. just chill Maybe had some sweet dreams once or twice. He was on that uh, pasture, dude. So
0: that that was that is freaky.
1: Yeah, he got that one. I'll give him one.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Well, if you oh wait, Buy bad advice.
1: Oh hmm. yeah, those.
0: My bad advice would be to call a psychic hotline <laughs> as soon as possible.
1: Ask them about your debt.
0: I almost like feel like doing that to be honest. I, like, want to, but I'm not going to because I don't have any money.
1: Um, my what? bad advice would be make lots of eye contact. Make constant, unbroken, unblinking <laughs> eye contact with whoever you're yeah. with at yeah. all times. Just just don't blink. Don't flinch. Don't turn your head. Um, and they will fall in love with you or maybe try to arrest you. Either way. Could be fun. Exciting afternoon, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: if you have any of Nostradamus's policies, policies, what the fuck? Prophecies. Mm. That it is policies that you think are true (laughs) and you can connect it for us, go ahead and send it. I'll look at it. I'll see what's up.
1: If Um, you're a psychic and you are the real deal and not the ghost kind, we're talking about those next time. The like... The the otherworldly astral plane kind. uh, Shoot us an email. Shoot yeah, us a mind oh thought. Shoot us a telepathic message. Yeah. Please. If I see in my dream tonight, like Bethany says hi, I'll know it was you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. And then you can do that on Twitter at Spooky Shit or mm-hmm. Spooky Shit com. Mm-hmm. Any of those work. I just burped. Sorry.
1: Yeah. That was anyway, good
0: auditory content. I hope you'll enjoy that yeah anyway i love you all goodbye Bye. i'll see you in my dreams. dreams is that psychic is that yeah not-